I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Of all the things video games bring to life, the idea of going inside a formidable oversized enemy is very rarely done. Usually these titanic creatures are just bosses you defeat as normal, but sometimes for a variety of reasons actually, some gigantic video game creatures can double as whole areas or dungeons in themselves. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are the 10 biggest video game creatures you can go inside. Number 10, Sin, Final Fantasy X. The Final Fantasy series has a proud tradition of sending the player's party into long and enemy-laden dungeons. Final Fantasy X's final dungeon, Inside Sin, is one of the most mystifying of all. A gargantuan, menacing creature that has long threatened the world of Spira with complete destruction, Titus's journey concludes inside the belly of Sin itself. The party seek an alternate way to take it down after Summoner Yuna rejects the idea of going head-to-head, and inside you'll take on Nemesis Seymour one last time, before embarking on a grueling gauntlet of defeating each of Yuna's summons one by one. While some stages set inside living creatures have an organic, fleshy feel, this dungeon has an ethereal quality, with an aesthetic strongly influenced by the thoughts and feelings of those both Sin and host Yu Yevon have swallowed up. Honestly, Final Fantasy X's story is some magical reality dream fiction predating Kingdom Hearts levels of madness, but this final stretch is one hell of a ride. Number 9. The Riftworm, Gears of War 2 I'd love me some Gears of War, but at no point during the reveal that the Locusts were using an actual creature to sink entire cities in one go did I think we'd be going inside the thing. Of course, in retrospect, it all makes sense. This is the franchise with undermounted chainsaws on machine guns. Its second installment brought in makeshift fatalities on downed enemies, and so when Marcus and co. gets swallowed whole, the results were incredibly memorable. With Phoenix at the helm, the challenge of escaping this great beast's belly was only going to have a super violent resolution. The mission is to destroy its heart and kill the creature from within, then escape through its flesh to freedom. As you discover though, the Riftworm has multiple hearts, and its digestive system will get through bodies faster than Bricktop's pigs. Many severed arteries later, this one-mile titan explodes in a shower of blood as Delta are forced to chainsaw their way out of the Riftworm's corpse, completely caked in entrails in the process. Number 8. The Great Deku Tree The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time there's scarcely a moment in Ocarina that isn't iconic, but Link's early encounter with the Great Deku Tree is unforgettable. The leafy guardian of the forest offers the young hero a lot of exposition and a desperate plea, to venture down its trunk and destroy the source of the corruption within. Inside the Deku Tree is a gentle introduction to 3D Zelda's blend of puzzle solving and combat that is central to the game's dungeons. Level design makes fantastic use of the setting with a lot of climbing and a slightly dark and spooky aesthetic. Sadly, once you're triumphant, the Great Deku Tree dies 
anyway. Markinger is just got real moment that really set the tone. Later in the game, Link gets to venture inside another gigantic beast for another dungeon, Jabu Jabu's Belly. This area is instead marked by its aquatic theme and disturbingly squishy and fleshy obstacles. Number 7. The Leviathan Borderlands 2 in Borderlands 2's own words, the Leviathan is really, really, really big. As franchise fans will know, this vast critter doesn't appear in the main campaign, and instead it's the last boss of the DLC package, Captain Scarlet and her pirate's booty. An enormous variant of the sandworm enemies common to the Oasis, it bars the way to Captain Blade's legendary treasure. Shortly after the character of Scarlet announces her plan to have you killed and claim the treasure for herself though, the Leviathan eats both her and you in one big gulp. Inside the creature, you then have to battle Scarlet and her pet Roscoe. Upon their defeat, players find themselves spat out into another boss arena. The Leviathan itself is a tough and resilient foe, but its huge size, obvious weak spots, and numerous minions make it challenging but manageable. Only by defeating it can you reach the treasure room that is the focus of this DLC by finally climbing on its corpse. Not much time is spent inside the Leviathan, but it's a gross, hilarious, and typically Borderlands experience while it lasts. Number 6. The Womb The Binding of Isaac the Binding of Isaac takes its blood and poop aesthetic and absolutely revels in it. The fourth area of the game, the womb, really is the epitome of this direction. This chapter is only accessible after defeating Mom, which in itself is quite the harrowing experience. Her shrieks and stomps, which combined with piercing eyes and fleshy weak spots, make the battle as unnerving as it is difficult. Even worse, though, awaits below. The womb is a super oppressive area, with tricky, unpredictable enemies that are a greater threat than anything you fought before. Creatures such as the Maw, Viz, and Cloddy are nothing new to Isaac veterans, but they're in their element down here in this grotesque, blood-soaked environment. The Binding of Isaac is known for not being a cakewalk, but the difficulty here is a cut above. Number 5. The Water Dragon Okami there couldn't be a greater contrast to the Binding of Isaac's gross-out aesthetic than the lovely Okami. Playing as Amaterasu, the sun goddess in wolf form, you'll wield a celestial brush on a journey to eradicate all evil across the land. Okami has long been thought of as a Zelda for those who don't own a Nintendo system, and you meet a variety of mythological creatures on your way. As Amaterasu ventures inside the Water Dragon then in search of a mysterious and powerful artifact known as the Dragon Orb, the beast itself becomes a monstrous threat thanks to the curse. Still, owing purely to visuals, the inside of this creature is one of the game's most stunning locales, a sparkling, crystalline, watery puzzle box set to wonderful music. Holy hell is Okami an essential game. Number 4. Bowser Mario & Luigi Bowser's Inside Story while Mario and Bowser have battled each other countless times, there are occasions where they need to team up to defeat an even more powerful foe. Mario and Luigi Bowser's inside story puts a further spin on this concept. Mario, Luigi, and Bowser are working towards a common goal of defeating Fawful, but the latter doesn't know that the famous brothers are inside his body. See, he inhaled them after eating a vacuum shroom given to him by the villain. It's it's a whole thing. Shrunk to an adorably tiny size, Mario and Luigi work their way through Bowser's body, with the game using the 3DS's dual screens to great effect. Play can switch between the perspectives of Bowser on the top and Mario and Luigi on the bottom, with the two different styles of gameplay and presentation combining perfectly. Of all the villains the gamers are able to directly venture into, Bowser is arguably the most iconic. Number 3. Insidious Bayonetta 2 the Bayonetta series prides itself on high-octane, absurd, unapologetically ridiculous action. Platinum Games' challenging beat-em-ups are home to some of the most remarkable set-pieces in gaming. 
For chapter 7 of Bayonetta 2 then, one of the most famous and imposing is the towering Insidious. Bayonetta sees a number of these demons early in the game, but you don't get to take one down until here. A supremely insane duel ensues with the beast firing energy blasts from its eyes and Bayonetta summoning a ton of power for the win, only for another one of these creatures to come out of nowhere and swallow her whole. Inside its muscle tissue and purpley space backdrop city. You'll go back and forth in and out of this creature as more characters are added to the fight, but point B nobody does inside a huge creature quite like Platinum Games. Number 2. The Nexus Dead Space 3 Dead Space 3 is by far the worst of the series, but it did remain true to its roots in at least one regard, Isaac Clarke going up against another game's worth of necromorphs. Nexus 001 then was reported to be one of a group of Nexi that exerts control over all the other necromorphs. It was a vast insectoid creature that almost consumed both Isaac and Carver, though they were eventually able to kill it by targeting some clusters of nerves in its stomach. In the world of Dead Space, that's an entirely normal sentence, and for as much as this final installment peed off the entire fanbase and got the franchise put on ice, at least if you were looking for a more all-out action finale, it's right here. And number one, Jormungandr, the world serpent, God of War. God of War 2018, not to be outdone, allows Kratos and Atreus to venture inside the world serpent Jormungandr. Fated to do battle against Thor at the coming of Ragnarok, this thing is every grandiose word you can imagine incarnate. Even the way it speaks feels like various bass frequencies being layered over each other, as though time and space itself is trying to communicate with you. The world serpent could have been the most formidable being Kratos ever fought, but as the story rolls out, it's actually on your side. On first meeting Kratos and his son, the serpent shatters a statue of Thor, which is later believed to have housed an artifact that the pair need, the other eye of Mimir. As this eye has been swallowed by Jormungandr, Kratos and Atreus venture inside to go for a search. Unusually for the franchise, Jormungandr isn't torn to shreds at the end of this level, nor do its guts serve as a sizable dungeon. Instead, it's a relatively peaceful, helping a bear remove a thorn from its poor style encounter that remains a highlight of the entire adventure. 